Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded, recently hitting 6 million listens. Support us by buying a copy of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a small donation. In return, we'll give you the chance to nominate a guest and even win lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. Find out more at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin! Welcome to The Next Generation. I'm Victoria Cece. Join me as we chat with young Italian wine people shaking up the wine scene. We're going to geek out on a grape or grape fam and then hear about all the wild wine things our guests have been up to, from vineyard experiments to their favorite wine bars. Hello, everyone. It's time for another episode of The Next Generation. Today, we have a very special guest, probably the youngest guest we've ever had on this podcast, Anton Morella of Morella Vini. He's just 17 years old, and don't worry, we were allowed to interview him. His mom gave him permission. And it was so fascinating to get to hear the perspective of somebody so young growing up in a winery in Puglia, and still growing up. I mean, he's 17. But before we get to that, we're going to dive into... Arguably Puglia's most famous grape, you can probably guess it, Primitivo. Learn a bit about this guy from the Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 book. You know, the thing you should have in your back pocket, but it's too big to be in your back pocket, so let's just say backpack. (laughs) I love this book, actually. It's taught me so much, and I'm so happy I finally got my copy back because it's too long of a break without it. So let's go. Primitivo is mostly found in Puglia with much smaller plantings in the regions of Campania and Basilicata. Primitivo actually derives from the Latin primativus, meaning first to ripen or early ripening. The funny thing is Primitivo is also known as Zinfandel in the United States. And no, I'm not talking about white Zinfandel. I'm talking about really nice red Zinfandel that you can find beautiful expressions from areas like Lodi, but we are in Italy right now, so let's move back to Primitivo. So Primitivo and Zifendel were noted to have similarities in the late 1960s, and it was later established that they were genetically identical through Carol Meredith's work in 1994. Since then, studies have traced its heritage to Montenegro and Dalmatia. Primitivo's first official mention in Puglia was in 1799 in Gioia, which is where it was first planted, and then subsequently planted in Manduria on the Salento Peninsula. So lots of history here with Primitivo. But when it comes to its character, we can find that Primitivo has a medium to deep ruby color, rich and ripe red-black fruit, some black cherry, liquor-soaked black plum flavors, even strawberry jam. You can have a bit of tobacco, underbush, or even tar. The acidity is medium. Level of tannins is medium as well, and the alcohol is high. Remember, it's an early ripening grape, and it gets hot in Puglia. So this wine also can see some oak maturation, which is actually mandated in the Manduria Reserva wines. Despite its high alcohol and sweetness, this wine is usually fermented dry, but there are some sweet and fortified versions. Okay, now it's time to go to Puglia with the perspective from Anton Morella of Morella Vini. All right, so we're here at Vinitaly once again. We're sitting with Anton of Morella Winery. Ciao, Anton. Hello. So this is the officially the youngest interview I've had on the podcast. Don't feel like weird about it. It's actually really awesome because um, you're just 17, right? Yes, yes, I'm 17. Amazing, amazing. 
I, it's so weird. I'm not that old. But it's like you're 10 years younger than me, which is like so, ten, like a decade. Anyways, so tell us a little bit about yourself and why you love, I mean, wait, he's not legally allowed to drink, guys. So we're talking, it's not drinking, but why do you love wine? Okay, so I am 17 years old. I was born in Italy, Siena. Stayed all my life here in Italy, and I have visited my homeland of Australia a couple of times. I have a passion for wine, and I have a wider range of understanding of wine because of my parents, who, have, according to me, have been making wine all their life. My favorite, honestly, uh, my favorite type of wine is rosé, and then I also like white wine and champagne. Aha, uh-huh, champagne. You're starting young. You're you're a little spoiled, to be honest. <laughs> I know, I can't. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. And so, tell me, so you were born in Italy and yes. raised in Italy? Yes, yes. I was born and raised in Italian culture. But I do have a wide understanding of other cultures. I'm passionate to learn about new things. So I have a open mind about everything. My, I say, don't judge before you learn. That's very wise of you. You should have an open perspective, especially when the world is, is your oyster. Like, I mean... And you're also on such a great footing. I mean, so he speaks three languages, three languages, three languages. Yes. Amazing. We were just, we just like part interrupted discussion with a French guy. I was like, wow, he speaks French too. It's amazing. And so where's your winery based? Let's talk about that. Our winery is based in Manduria. Mm -hmm. It is a small city in the province of Taranto. Our winery has uh, like 17 to 18 hectares of bush vines, plus another three hectares of oil, uh, or producing olive trees. We produce about 40,000 bottles a year, or mostly. Some years is a bit less because of climate. Sub- uh, climate is, uh, some could say, subtropical, but it does change to sub-cold. It's very cold sometimes, especially in winter. But uh, yeah, we produce about 40,000 bottles a year with uh, up to nearly a kilo of, uh, of grapes per bush vine. Wow. So why? Um, so you said you're born in Siena. Were you raised in Puglia, or? Yes, I was raised all my life in Puglia. Amazing. And what was that? What is that like? You're still being here. Yeah, how is it going? I keep forgetting he's so mature. I'm like, what was it like growing up? And you're still growing up in Puglia. <laughs> well, let's say uh, where I live, it's very isolated. I I live in the middle of a vineyard. It's, so during lockdown, it was helpful, but uh, I live quite isolated from most people. But it was. It is actually quite nice to uh, to live quite close to the sea. We live like five k from the sea. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, so you love the sh- the, the the sea? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, the, the sea is fantastic. Like the Mediterranean Sea is a bit too salty, but it's it's nice to go there once a year. So what is it like being a teenager though down in Tar- Taranto? Like, like, tell me a little bit about that. Well, being a teenager, well, it's a bit difficult to, like, with mood swings and all that. But they don't, they, they still, you still have mood swings as an adult. Oh, yeah, I can imagine <laughs> that. But, well, I feel like having been brought up with a multicultural uh, knowledge and understanding, I found it quite interesting growing up in an area where it's not too technological, but not, quote-unquote, old-fashioned. Old I was brought up with uh, an understanding that screens, like, uh, having too many screens is bad for you so my parents allowed me to like uh, interact with the phone on a daily basis uh, only when I was like 15 16 when I started going to high school I grew up more in a old-fashioned way wow I, I you don't hear that often and it's refreshing for me because I'm actually like fully with that perspective because there's so much to especially where you are growing up it's it's full of so much natural wonder yeah like you don't have to look it's, it's there 
Yeah, exactly. Where we're growing up, especially where I grew up, there's a lot of uh, wildlife uh, we can interact with. At night, there's like owls, and in the morning, you can see foxes running around in the vineyard. There's you know, there's even an eagle uh, nest next to us and falcons, but it's very like open air where we live. Oh, I can only imagine. And what I always ask this, and everyone, you can't get annoyed about food. What's your favorite thing to eat from where you're from? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you can eat okay. multiple things. Uh, I really love uh, pizza and lasagna. It's uh, one of my favorite foods. But I really, really love roast chicken. It's like my bringing up food. It's uh, what I was brought up with. Really? I was not expecting roasted chicken. Let's say I like a lot of roasted uh, birds in general, like ducks. Oh, yeah. I mean, hell yeah. Do you eat any fish, though? We do eat fish, but we tend to... Uh, my my father's from Barletta, so he's ah. being ha- he has uh, an upbringing of raw fish, like mm. uh, frutti di mare. But we don't eat that much fish because there are problems nowadays with the ocean. Mm. Like We tend to go more for like sardines and those fish that can reproduce very easily and don't get underpopulated. Yeah, no, exactly. That's a really important discussion to bring up. And of course, that's a large topic. But actually, there is a, um, a guy in our office, Mattia. Shout out to Mattia. His family's from Barletta too. And he also has long hair, just like you. So he's like... You guys can be friends. I think he's only 21. So anyways, regardless. So what is your favorite thing about working with in the winery? Uh, working in the winery, I have an understanding of wines. So like when I go out with uh, in a restaurant, I know what kind of wine to order with what food, which does help with the, with the taste of the food. Like fish, you would order a white wine generally or with like roast meat or red wine to like bring out that extra flavor from it. So that's... In my opinion, that's why I'd uh, work in a winery, to have an extra knowledge of wine and also to know the effects of alcohol, the effects that the alcohol has on the chemistry of your brain, but also the body in general. So do you find yourself more in the cellar or the vineyards? Well, uh, recently I've been uh, working with my parents' business. I've worked both in the vineyards and in the winery. So uh, I prefer working in the winery, of course. It's a better environment for me, but I don't mind which, uh, whichever is fine by me. And have you just been working? Have you just been kind of working in the winery ever since you were a kid? Like it just feels natural. Well, I've been help uh, more than anything. I've been volunteering, uh, volunteer help uh, work in the winery. Yeah, ever since I could. But now I've been past two years in Italy. You are legally able to work at sixteen, but my parents allow me to work since I was fourteen, like for money. But <laughs> under the table. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's incentivizing. I mean, I used to work for my dad in his dental office, which obviously is not a vineyard as much as, sorry, dad, it would, have, it would be lovely if it was a vineyard. But we did the same thing. It was like, um, but. Yeah, my parents say that uh, if you want to buy something, you need to work for it. Anything that I buy is with my money. So I, don't, I usually don't borrow money from my parents. If I do, I repay them over time with work. So I have that upbringing. What you work for, what you get. Wine to Wine Business Forum. Everything you need to get ahead in the world of wine. Supersize your business network. Share business ideas with the biggest voices in the industry. Join us in Verona on November 13 to 14, 2023. Tickets available now at winetowine.net. You are very responsible, Anton, and I applaud you for it. So now I'm going to ask you a more, I don't want to say difficult question, but you are. 17. We want to know, what do you do with your friends? What is it like just being a teenager in Puglia? 
Well, during the summer, I have a friend who works, uh, who has a father who owns a restaurant by the sea. So I hang out with him every now and then. I joke around about ordering wine. Like we, we talk about which wine goes with what food and all that. But we don't obviously buy the wine. Hey, we don't get the wine. But usually with friends, I hang out in the city or I invite them at my place. We like play a bit of volleyball, play Monopoly kind of thing. Just like chill out. Cool. And I'm assuming you're like the one like half Australian and yeah. then they're all Pugliese. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I, I have got some friends, uh, especially going to the European school. Oh, cool. I've... Uh, I've got a lot of friends who are uh, multicultural, like uh, half Italian, half French, for example, or uh, Algerian, or uh, even just in, uh, full English. So I have had a couple of friends uh, from outside of Italy. That's so special, especially now that like you're going to soon in a year be able to share the wines and like actually like have that experience and bring all of that together. You're blessed, my friend. And I don't say that in a condescending way. I mean, I genuinely like... You're so well set up for everything that's going to happen. And it's, it's so nice to talk to you. And it's so refreshing, especially because, and you might know this, where Italian wine stands for young people, it, it's kind of blurry right now because there's not as many people drinking wine, young people drinking wine. But I guess you're the perfect person to ask, even though you're technically not drinking wine yet. <laughs> Why do you think young people should be drinking Italian wine and enjoying it? Well, it's uh, not specifically Italian wine, but the, I think the wine from the country, like Primitivo from Italy or Champagne from France, are the better versions of, uh, of themselves. So if you buy a sparkling Champagne from another country like Germany, it won't turn out as good as the French Champagne. In my opinion, people should like not drink excessively wine, of course, but taste wine to see like their, what they... Where they prefer the spectrum of wine like for me for example i love the the rosé and the champagne <laughs> because I, i know this because i have tasted a wide range of wines ranging from white wines to red wines to rosés and just a side note for any american listeners out there you are legally allowed to drink with your parental your um legal guardian in italy yes. under supervision it's like driving with a permit in america you can drink so he's allowed to drink for those who don't know that Just, I'm doing the legal disclaimer here. No. Just in case. Yeah. Just in case. But no, it's fantastic. And you're building your palate. And, and I'm just excited because you have all this wealth of knowledge to share with people. And you're here in uh, the TV area of in Italy. Just as we're wrapping up, how has the experience been here? The experience has been actually quite nice. I am currently doing a work experience. Uh, well, it comes with the school a couple of months later. But for me personally, I feel like there's a good experience for any young person who intends to work during or after college. Because after, uh, during college, it's very difficult to find work because you need to study and all. The sooner you can start working legally, of course, the sooner you can start getting some of that work experience under your belt, the better it is, in my opinion. The experience here has been fantastic, actually. I've met a wider range of people, ranging from Japanese to Kazaki to uh, French. I have talked to uh, many, many people. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you're having a good time? Yes, yes, I'm having a fantastic time. That's happy to hear that. Well, before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to share with the Italian wine-loving community? Well, I'd suggest for the Italian wine-loving community to see what their, what their preferred wine is. Because if you might not like a more acidic wine, you might criticize a, a wine-making company for it. And then like, they get bad reviews, etc. 
So I'd suggest to see what your, what your palette prefers and uh, go with that. Cool, yes. No bias in wine. Just drink what you love. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much, Anton. It was a pleasure. Yeah, it was a pleasure for me too. Awesome. Ciao, guys. Bye. As always, a big grazie for hanging out with me today. Remember, you can catch me every Sunday on the Italian Wine Podcast, available anywhere you can get your pods.